Welcome to Destiny Moments with Angel Murchison. Today on the broadcast, I have Barbara Baker from Elagash, Maine. Thank you for joining me today, Barbara. Good to be here. Well, Barbara, you're a prophetic woman. You're a prophetic voice in the land today. And you have penned a book, Inspirational Moments in Time by Barbara Baker. Tell me how you, how you penned that book. Well, um, predominantly it was really just me writing down what I was hearing, the voice of the Lord speaking. So it is prophetic poetry and it speaks to the heart. And I would say um, my main theme that I've seen in it is my heart for souls. And there are uh, a great number of uh, poems in there that relate to relationships, to um, things that people can uh, experience, how they can change, and how the Lord can help them with issues in their lives. Well, we know that everyone goes through trials. Yes. This life, um, the journey that we're on, there's heartaches, there's heartbreaks, there's all kinds of issues with the heart, isn't there? Mm -hmm. Yes. What would you say to a listener today um, about the healing of the heart and soul? There is uh, so much hope for you. God is in the business of restoration. And a lot of times I think professionals can confuse that issue for people trying to use medications and um, which do help obviously but the Lord is into actually healing and mending the areas in your life that have been broken and bringing in his truths into those situations to take away the traumas to take away the pains to take away the hurts you know, I'm reading from page 11 of your inspirational moments in time. It says, I fasted and prayed for you today. Do not fret. God will make a way to cool springs waters where joy does flow and all earth's cares do seem to flee. The best place for that, yes, she's down on our knees. How oft our thoughts drift from things above and we torment ourselves with thoughts that bind and tie God's hands by our murmuring minds. We question God and praise God's and praise comes hard. Remember, my love, to look above. The things of this earth will quickly flee. One look in his face and you will wonder why you worried. You so worried be. Somehow we've forgotten how to leave it all with the one who knows our deepest needs. That was actually the first poem I wrote um, in a long while. I used to write a lot as a child and got away from it and then it was like all of a sudden the Lord had me picking up the pen and just writing down um, uh, words and they were poems. <laughs> uh, my favorite one is on page 25 it's called The Highway it's, it's a two-page um, poem. Do you want to read that one? Sure. The Highway. On a highway going nowhere lost and so alone Surrounded by a mass of people, none to call his own. Drawn on through endless, unfulfilling voids, destination hell. 
on a highway going nowhere. He chanced, did see a road. It seemed so full of treasure, it filled him with new hope. Pulling to the side, he sat in deep, deep thought. Enchanted by the moment, he looked much harder still. It seemed he saw an old, old cross upon a lonely hill. None others on the highway seemed to notice this, this road so full of treasure, this road so full of bliss. In one quick flash, he turned onto the road, feeling such an inner peace. He drove up to the cross and laid his burdens there, for he had found at the cross Christ had died for him right there. Light and free from sin and shame, the road continued on. He chose to follow down that road for a new home he had found. The void now filled with Christ's great love, his gospel message true, lead on to greater victories, new life, new hope, new youth fulfilled. Oh, it springeth up within his soul, refreshing, pure, and clean, as onward he does travel to the new Jerusalem. So few he spots along the way, and somehow longs to share the hope with those who on the highway race on, lost and going nowhere. Wow. You know, today, Barbara, we have a lot of people losing hope. Yes. And we have the answer. We do. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is their hope. Tell our listeners today about that. Jesus, he can fulfill all of your longings, all of your desires, and those dreams that you've had since childhood. They were placed there by him. But through time, uh, quite often, the struggles we face, the burdens we bear, the uh, traumas, the torments, the uh, rejections, and we all face them. Sometimes we feel like we're alone, but we're not, because I think it's common to all mankind. And uh, Jesus wants to change that picture in your brain <laughs> to, to see that there is a hope, there is a chance to be set free from all of those things that have bound you. I, I, uh, our minds play games on us, and it's it's the hottest battleground there is. And Christ, when he uh, said in Romans twelve two to to be transformed by the renewing of your mind, it was that we might have the mind of Christ because the mind of Christ is pure. The mind of Christ sees things that we can't see. The mind of Christ uh, knows the uh, ending from the beginning. He knows um, he knows that there is joy, there is hope. It's a matter of what we're looking at. And if we're looking at all of the uh, lies that the enemy wants to present to us because once uh, you have something happen to you the enemy comes in and he tries to poke 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 and you'll you'll notice that those are the triggers like you'll wonder why did i flare up then and it's because the enemy poked a trigger 
from something that had happened prior that wasn't healed properly. Well, Christ died so that you can be healed properly, that you, he died for your body, your soul, and your mind. So it was for everything. He didn't leave any factor out. It wasn't just to heal your body. It wasn't just to save your soul. It was also to heal your mind so that it could have hope, so that it could be filled with joy, so that it could look at life through eyes of victory and not victim. Amen. I like that victory. I actually went to a store yesterday in Canada to uh, advertise a conference that's being held and uh, it was the name of the market was Victory Market. Oh, that's nice. And I like that. <laughs> I was excited. Yes. You know, the Bible says, casting down imaginations and every high and lofty thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the enemy still whispers lies to all of us. Mm -hmm. And we need to learn how to pull that down, to cast that down. So when he says to me, Angel, you're not worthy. Who do you think you are? Um, why do you think you could do that? I can say because of the word of God, you know, in his word, he says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, that that the footsteps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord. Amen. Um, and so I, I quote back that word, but he does still try, doesn't he? He does. Um, that never will end. Uh, so it's like uh, I've I come back at him with I'm not going with you there. Just not going there today, or something of that nature. Because if I go there with him, I'm defeated. But if I don't, and I tell him right out, I'm not going there with you. Because you can capture him in that trick. Because he's always trying to, to get you to interact with those thoughts. So when you're realizing you're having those thoughts, if you can um, learn, and it is a discipline, it is a learning process, it doesn't happen overnight. So if you can be patient with yourself, you're not finished yet. God's written the story. God's the one who rewrites it. And he's the one who brings you into a new day. So Barbara, you move in the prophetic yes. and you speak into other people's lives. Yes. Um, tell me a little bit about that. Oh my, that's a long history. Uh, even as a child, um, I can remember the earliest memory I have actually was of a dream and I would have it every year on the same date until it happened and then the dream would stop and at the time I didn't know anything about prophetic or anything I just accepted that's who I was and um, I interacted with the Lord even though I was never taken to church but I had this somehow the Lord had connected with me and I started going to church on my own at seven and uh, but I can remember talking with him and he was very interactive in revealing and showing me things then uh, and, and it just continued and then as time went on I was just found myself that when I was with a person, I could 
if they were talking to me or sharing, it was like I could feel their heartbeat. And I knew it wasn't me, but it was the Lord showing me things and I was able to just speak a healing word or a soothing word or, or just even just to give a hug because that was what God wanted to do. Um, and that has just grown and compounded. And uh, so, so I've uh, spoken into regions and uh, around the world, um, prophetic words that the Lord has given me. Um, also, uh, more recently, he is leading me in a, a different direction, although he uses me uh, with people. And I think that's always going to be the case because I'm a person who <laughs> wants to help others. And that's, the, like I said, that's my heartbeat for souls and to see lives transformed. But uh, more recently, and it was kind of a surprise to me because when I first accepted the Lord, I was actually 26 years old. And I can remember the Lord telling me um, about when, uh, two years after I was saved that he'd created me for the highways and byways. And I always wondered, well, what will I be doing? And uh, um, here I am, I'm 68, I still haven't made it to the highways and byways, but the Lord has been putting things into place now where I know that that's going to be happening very soon. And I used to wonder, well, what am I going to be doing on the highways and byways? Because I used to be very involved in street witnessing and um, uh, have, you know, helped to establish a new church from like a pioneer uh, stage. And the uh, thing that he's showing me, I thought perhaps I would be doing street witnessing and talking with people, but that isn't what he's going to have me do. Recently, he has shown me, and this was maybe three or four years ago, that I would be actually singing into the atmosphere prophetically in different areas where he was going to send me. And I will be talking with people, I know that, and perhaps ministering in some churches, but my primary purpose will be to sing into the atmosphere what he wants to say to that area. And so he, he's, you know, he, he always uh, changes you up and adds to and enhances uh, things that, I mean, I never heard of anyone singing prophetically <laughs> like that um, until this past year. I did hear someone else doing it, but uh, that's kind of like, Oh, okay, so somebody else is doing it too. But, I mean, you never know what God's going to be up to. He'll take all of the gifts that you have and he'll put them all together because he's, you know, always used me with music um, since I was very young. And, uh, you know, uh, so now he's got me working with uh, the GPS band, which is God's Prophetic Sound in Fort Kent, Maine. And I've been, he told me he wanted me there. And it's part of uh, training for that ministry. And I know that. And he's setting all of these things up where I see that my final, the final picture comes 
into play and uh, so at 68 you know you're thinking you know maybe a person would be ready to retire and whatnot well I am retired per se from jobs but mm -hmm. more involved now than ever and the thing that um, drives me is that the Lord has always told me that I'm eternal so I don't literally look at earthly age as a, a problem or an interference. I just go with what I got at the moment and and just believe God has that destiny for me to fulfill and that I will complete what He has predestined me for. You know, when you said about you used to have a you'd have a dream and mm. I can remember at a young age having dreams of landing on foreign soil and when I landed on foreign soil I felt that I was bringing healing to the land mm. and I thought well that's pretty wild I never dared to tell anyone for many many years and actually it's just been in the last few years that I did um, share that with a, a prayer partner but um, I see that happening today Mm. Um, you know, it's 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 coming to fruition. Um, you know, I've I've really learned some things journeying with Jesus, and I'm sure you have too. That it is the greatest journey that any person could ever be on. Yes, <laughs> totally. I mean, it is. It's just. It's breathtaking. It's amazing, isn't mm -hmm. it? It's it is. It's exciting, mm -hmm. and you know, you know, people wonder sometimes. Well, what do you do? You know, I, I have never been more fulfilled or complete in my life until that time when I accepted Christ in my life. How did you come to accept Christ, um, Barbara? Well, actually, um, I was married to a man who was atheist. And um, he used to encourage me to read the Word because I would find out that it was all a bunch of lies. Okay, well, I have a son with cerebral palsy. And um, at the time, uh, he was about, mm, I think, five, about five. And I had another son. And the both of them had problems. My other son had learning problems, but he also had, um, they both were, had, would have seizures, and I, which the Lord thankfully healed. But at that time, I was in the doctor's office all the time. And finally I said, you know what? I am going to read that and find out for myself. Because I'd always had faith as, as a young uh, girl, and so I'd never left that, but I was thinking of it because I'm like all these problems because I've had problems all my life with uh, many things and uh, but this was like like the final thing okay what's gonna happen here so anyway I said alright I'm gonna read that for myself so I started reading one chapter a day in the book of Genesis well you'd think well that's gonna take forever but it was about 30 days later and I was reading um, I was actually reading um, about the uh, lineage of, of um, um, I think it was Joseph, but you know the 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 oh what do they call that? My mind won't go there. Um, 
genealogy. Thank you. <laughs> That's it. For some reason, I wasn't getting that. But anyway, but reading the list of names, and I don't know, it had to be the Holy Spirit. That's all I can say. But that touched me so much that I was like, this is true. This is really true. And it was just like I knew that I knew. I didn't know about I need to ask forgiveness or anything like that. I just knew that because it was true, I had to learn. And uh, um, so anyway, that's how I came to know the Lord. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and from there, the rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> so how did that work with the atheist husband? Did he begin to believe after he saw that there was truth in it? No, no, no. Um, I had told him maybe a week later. Um, I I spoke with him about it, and he got really upset. And um, he says, "I I knew I shouldn't have told you. You just not strong enough." Uh, and um, that word is powerful. Yeah, it is powerful. It, is. it was very powerful. The most I, powerful book I have yeah. ever. Well. And interestingly enough, I, I was not even able to go to church for two years and because of my um, husband at the time. And he just said, you're not going to church and you're not, you're not, he didn't want me watching anything on TV, anything. So it was just me and the Holy Spirit and his word. Hmm. And I just read, and I, I think I grew more in that time than any other time. It was like it just kept, uh, re revelation just kept pouring mm -hmm. over me and pouring over me and into me and coming through me. And uh, anyway, uh, it did end up, um, we did end up with a divorce. He, he did finally leave because he just couldn't take me having this invisible lover <laughs> that he couldn't even fight against. <laughs> but that was sad. But yeah. um, the Lord, you know, has restored him. Good. Yeah. Good. We've moved on. Well, Barbara, if somebody wanted to um, get in contact with you, if they were interested in your book, if they wanted to have you come to their church to speak, how do they do that? Uh, well, they can uh, go on Amazon.com and to check out Inspirational Moments in Time, um, Barbara Baker. You'd have to uh, actually uh, use both because there's another Barbara Baker that writes apparently. And so you'd have to have both the title and my name. Or you can contact me um, uh, at home and my number there is 207 six nine two zero five five nine okay well i always like to end the broadcast with prayer barbara praying for the listeners and i'd really like to um, ask you to activate your faith and um to pray for them father we are so humbled to come into your presence right now knowing that you hear us and that you love us and that your desires for us are for good and not for harm. I ask, Lord God, for each person listening today that you would minister to the depths of their souls, the depths of their minds. And Lord, 
their physical being, that you would touch every aspect of their lives today, that you would restore, and that you would renew, and that you would refresh. And in the name of Jesus, we ask mighty blessings upon this ministry and this time that we share. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Barbara, and thank you, listeners, for joining me today. Tune in again next week for another broadcast of Destiny Moments.